Now's your chance to get the last of the Resolution Radio Blood Tees. Only a few left available before we try to do a reorder. This has been a high-selling item, and we really appreciate everyone's support in getting this shirt and showing their pride as well as showing their heritage. Nothing counts more than blood. Get yours today from Resolution Radio. Only $25 plus $5 shipping and handling. It really helps the network improve, and you really get a great product to showcase what you truly believe in. Nothing counts more than blood. Only from Resolution Radio at ResolutionRDO.com. Send check, money order, or well-concealed cash to Sonny Thomas at P.O. Box 27, Springboro, Ohio, 45066. That's Sonny Thomas at P.O. Box 27, Springboro, Ohio, 45066. In the early 1900s, certain companies were off-gassing highly toxic fluoride gases into the atmosphere. The surrounding communities began to get sick. Laws were enacted to compel these corporations to install scrubbers to convert these gases into fluorosilicic acid, still highly toxic but containable. Now these companies had a stockpile of this poison, and there was no affordable way to dispose of it. Lucky for them, one of their major stockholders was also the Secretary of the Treasury, who was responsible for the public health service at the time. And by 1950, the U.S. government began buying this toxic, untreated industrial waste product and dumping it into our drinking water. Reputable studies show that it's causing various cancers and other disease. With the Alexa Pure Pro, you can have clean drinking water and a remedy to this madness. Available now at InfoWarsStore.com. This is James Edwards, your host of The Political Cesspool. Folks, I want you to subscribe to the American Free Press, America's last real newspaper. Against all odds, AFP has and continues to publish a populist, independent print newspaper with an unparalleled track record. Founded by a dedicated group of experienced patriots, AFP pulls no punches and tackles the most controversial and pressing issues facing America from an America First perspective. I've worked with the American Free Press since even before the beginning of TPC. Now that's something. You can subscribe to the print edition by visiting AmericanFreePress.net today or simply pick up a handy digital edition subscription. However you do it, subscribe to the American Free Press, America's last real newspaper, by visiting AmericanFreePress.net or by calling 1-88-699-NEWS, AmericanFreePress.net. Are you prepared to bug out? Infidel Body Armor and an Army Ranger have produced a high-speed DVD and book to show you how to drive in combat, patrol, and how to survive in combat. Skills you'll need when it hits the fan. Go to DrivenDVD.com. DrivenDVD.com. KD Armor raised the standard. Finally, AR-500 steel core body armor that comfortably conforms to the chest and torso. Unique design distributes weight, feeling lighter, increases mobility, and lessens fatigue. Introducing the Combat Quad Bend CQB, a revolutionary plate-forming process that caters to the end user. The CQB is an industry game-changer, a must-have for the ladies. Available now only at KDArmor.com, C-A-T-I-Armor.com. Come and take it. You've made a serious investment in protecting yourself and your family. You've purchased the gun, the ammunition, the training, and even secured a license to carry in your state. You know the Constitution and don't believe you should have to pay for a right that you already have, as written in the Second Amendment, but you are law-abiding. Now you are considering the legal defense options you should have if you ever have to use a firearm. Self-Defense Fund is a comprehensive litigation membership backing you on appeals, legal expenses, court costs, and more up to $1 million per incident and unlimited attorney costs per member. Discover selfdefensefund.com for yourself. Any weapon, any state, any time. Rampant hacking, identity theft, mass surveillance. Defending yourself today is not an option. It's a requirement. Introducing the Conceal Shield Travel Pack from DefenderShield.com. Conceal Shield is cutting-edge wireless blocking technology that eliminates all signals, including EMF, GPS, and RFID. Place cell phones, credit cards, IDs, and other trackable items into the Conceal Shield, and they become totally invisible. Get Conceal Shield now at DefenderShield.com. Use promo code CONCEAL for 10% off. Guard your privacy, secure your data, and protect your health with Conceal Shield. 
Find your inner rebel at Dixie Republic, the world's largest Confederate store, located in Traveler's Rest, South Carolina. The anti-white, anti-Christ, anti-Southern world ends at the asphalt. Welcome to God's country. Log on to DixieRepublic.com to view our Southern merchandise, from flags to t-shirts to artwork. At the store, browse through our extensive collection of belt buckles and have a custom-made leather belt handcrafted in our Johnny Rebs gun and leather shop. That's DixieRepublic.com, where you can meet all of your Southern needs. While you're waiting, drop by our Confederate corner for a free cup of coffee and good conversation. Remember, there are no strangers here, just friends who haven't met yet. Dixie Republic, we're not just a roadside attraction, we're a destination for our people. For more information, visit DixieRepublic.com. You're listening to Resolution Radio. 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 ResolutionRDO.com. Welcome to Season 6 of the Farm Trainers Podcast. We're a part of the ConcealedCarry.com network of podcasts. In this episode, we'll be talking with Brian Eastridge from Off Duty On Duty Podcast about his experience at the SHOT Show 2024. Help us help other instructors. Go out, give us a five-star rating, share this episode with others. If they're asking you about SHOT Show, this would be a real simple way of going along and sharing the episode with them. Help other instructors find us by sharing it. This episode is also brought to you by our friends at the FTA the Firearms Trainers Association. Visit their website at ftaprotect.com to learn more about their instructor coverage offer and their competitive pricing. I get a lot of questions from new instructors about what coverage to get, and I wholeheartedly endorse FTA for their coverage when it comes to instructor liability coverage. And remember, you're listening to this podcast, so there's a benefit for you for getting FTA coverage, and that is use promo code FTP10 at checkout to get that 10% off on your policy. Everybody appreciates a discount, and this one comes for listening to this podcast. This episode is brought to you by Manus X. I've been a longtime Manus user, from their original Manus X to the new Manus X10 that came out with a couple of years ago, and now excited about their most recent product, Manus Blackbeard X. The Manus Blackbeard X combines the Manus 10 and the Manus Blackbeard system into one platform for the AR-15. It unleashes a completely new capability with in-depth dynamic shooting analysis, including motion-based analysis and multi-target engagement, something no one has done before. Manus Blackbeard X connects to your smartphone via Bluetooth and can easily download the Manus X application for Android and iOS. The Manus X application gives you history on all your previous sessions as well as new drills for the modern sporting rifle. Manus X changed the way I train. And I think you'll find the Manus Blackbeard X is a great training aid for yourself and your students. Check out Manus X for more information on their Manus products, including the new Manus Blackbeard systems. That is ManusX.com. Remember, we bring you this podcast support the industry, the Second Amendment, and you, the firearm instructor out there that dedicates time and energy into making gun owners more knowledgeable. Today, we're joined by Brian Eastridge from Off-Duty, On-Duty Podcast. Welcome back. Brian, thank you for taking time tonight to talk with our audience. Thanks, Rob. It's good to be back. <laughs> so I w- wasn't fortunate enough to make it to SHOT Show this year, but you were. And I thought you'd be a really good person to go along and uh, kind of give a, those of us that are listening that didn't make it to SHOT Show, maybe a little bit of uh, uh, overview of what you saw and what you liked and what what um, you know is com- coming in the industry overall because SHOT Show is one of those that is not open to the consumer. It is strictly industry-only show, and you either get in because you've got a business uh, buying or selling uh, guns, or in your case, my case, when we've gone, we got go as uh, media because uh, you know we're there interviewing people, talking talking about things. Um, uh, with them and that's uh that's how we we get in with it so why don't you tell us about some of the uh new products you saw when you were there well do you want me to go from uh like number five to number one or number one to number five that'd be the question there yeah i started at number five how's that okay so uh i saw daniel defense released a pistol caliber carbine that looked pretty slick um and Coupled with that, they kind of rebooted the Hudson H9. So mm, that's that cool. W- 
Yeah, there was a lot of buzz around the show about that. That platform kind of died in about 2019. Um, you know, I, I don't know the ins and outs of it because I didn't really explore that platform when it came out. But uh, I did think it was a very innovative design. Um, mm -hmm. So there was a lot of buzz about the Daniel Defense quasi Hudson. And mm -hmm. uh, I, I, I think Daniel Defense probably did a pretty solid job of engineering out some of the problems they had before. Um, yeah, yeah, I remember seeing the Hudson H9 uh, 2017, 2018 and got my hands yeah. on it. That was uh, definitely a, a unique pistol for a 1911 style like, but not exactly a 1911. It was uh, definitely Cy Hudson definitely had his took it, took a lot of liberties in how he designed that pistol and such, which uh, probably created a lot of challenges for him also, which why they had to shut down production in 2019. Yeah. And, and I've met them and I, I think they're, you know, they're great people. Uh, I don't, I don't know what happened on the inside as to why that pistol kind of vanished really quickly. Um, it was here and gone, but, uh, Daniel defense felt like it was, uh, worthy of a reboot. And, uh, from what I could tell, they rebooted it in kind of a staggered column nine millimeter. So, you know, right now nine is king. So mm -hmm. um, hopefully they do well with it. And their their pistol caliber carbine, uh, which I don't think they've been in that realm before uh, in any scale. It, it actually looked like a very viable platform, but I didn't get a lot of time to go look at those. So mm -hmm. yeah, the PCC market seems to be exploding. Everybody's got a pistol caliber carbine of one shape or another these days. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I don't think that's a bad thing. Um, you know, a lot of people very purist are like, well, if it's carbine, it needs to shoot five, five, six or whatever. Uh, but something you can go out and actually train with and shoot that's in a affordable cartridge or a more affordable cartridge. I don't, I don't see a big hiccup with that. So, mm -hmm. yep. That's, uh, that's that's one of those uh, guns that definitely complements your carry gun. You know, if you can take just nine to the range and shoot it both in your carbine as well as in your pistol, that makes it a lot nicer than having to carry a bunch of five, five, six, or you know, other other rounds with you as as well as nine nine millimeter. Yeah, and and, uh, and if nothing else, from surely from a or purely from a cost standpoint, right? Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. Save save a lot of money, <laughs> shoot nine compared to those those other uh, calibers to say the least. Yeah, when I retired from police work, I I had a couple of those moments where I went that ammo cost how much? So <laughs> yeah, now, now that I don't get to shoot dot gov bullets as much. So anyway, mm -hmm. okay. So who's number four now? Uh, I would say Taurus with their bolt gun. Um, that's something they've never really, at least in the U S side, they've never been in. Um, and, and it looked like a really well outfitted platform. Uh, I, I didn't get a chance to go look real in depth into, you know, calibers, configurations and things like that. But, uh, you know, along with PCC, the PRS market has really spooled up. Right. Mm -hmm. So. And Taurus Rossi, they're they're known for, you know, very affordable guns, and I think their their quality control in the last few years has has really, um, really come up a lot. So, I mean, I've got a couple of Taurus or, excuse me, Rossi lever guns, same company, mm -hmm. um, that I've been really happy with. So, uh. Well, I got a chance to kind of just gloss over their, their bolt gun for a minute. And I thought that was a pretty, uh, bold move, but also, you know, the, the mystique behind bolt guns is kind of, uh, gone now that the custom makers have made them so readily available or the, you know, the science behind making a really good one has kind of, mm -hmm. uh, you know, gotten a little more available to Joe consumer. Um, 
you know, I thought it was kind of cool that they jumped in on that market for, uh, for, for what it was. So, yeah, yeah. I just pulled up, pulled up their webpage and the, uh, Taurus is built on the, uh, Remington, Remington 700 action and it comes with M-Lock stock. It looks yeah. damn nice. It uh, looks, I mean, it's definitely an attention getter and, uh, with some good quality control. Um, it's currently only out in thir- in 308, but I'm sure that will do uh, a very fine job. Well, and, and I don't know what, uh, I didn't catch what their price point on that was. Uh, but Remington 700 pattern is kind of like saying, you know, 20 years ago saying it's a Mauser pattern action. Right. So, mm-hmm. right. Uh, plenty of stuff people can do with that. And, you and know, 984 the, is their price point. So that's, that's really good for a yeah. you know, good, good quality, uh, gun. I just see how, yeah, how it I, shoots sometime. And it, yeah. And I think that puts them right in that ballpark with Bergara and, uh, and some of the others and, you know, Remington, unfortunately in the last 10 years, it's been on again, off again. So, uh, you know, sometimes you can get them. Sometimes you can't, it just, uh, uh so I appreciate, I appreciate market competition, uh, with, and you'll see that in a lot of these guns that, uh, I appreciate, even though they may be patterned after something else, a little bit of innovation and it, you know, a rising tide raises all ships. Right. So, oh yeah, definitely. Definitely. So that's, uh, yeah. That's a big, big one for uh, Taurus. Did um did I see Taurus come out with a new revolver with a red dot on it? Yes, uh, okay. that was going to actually be my number three. Okay, <laughs> uh, number three they did, and uh, Caleb Giddings through the association I have with him with Pat Rogers Memorial Revolver Roundup, uh, he contacted me about a month before shot show and sent me a, uh, NDA gun. Um, that's, that's one of the perks and also one of the downsides of, uh, doing media and gun writing is you see something really cool and you can't talk about it. Right. Um, mm-hmm. but it was the defender Toro. So the defender line is kind of in that eight fifty six or D frame Colt similar to a K-frame Smith & Wesson, your Model 10, 64, 65, things like that. Uh, and they did it in 327 Federal Magnum, um, which pre- I wrote an article about it on Patreon. Um, but the gun out of the box had a fantastic trigger. It's double action only, so no hammer spur. Uh, outfitted with hug mono grips and it was in a three inch configuration which three inch guns are in revolvers that's kind of the that's kind of the gunfighter length right where you're getting Mm -hmm. you're getting a little more powder burn on your hotter ammo your lighter ammo is easier to shoot so that's kind of that balancing point of uh a really solid defensive gun or a plinker right like you can get all points in between download to 32 ACP. If you wanted, might mm-hmm. not be able to extract them, but you'll, but they'll shoot. Right. <laughs> um, he sent me one. I mounted a SIG optic on it. Cause that's all I could find at the time at a reasonable price point. Um, and I was nothing but impressed with that gun. Um, Unfortunately, I had to test it in an indoor gun range, so I had like everybody looking over my shoulder trying to see what I was shooting. But, um, but that gun with thirty-two H and R mag was a it was pleasant to shoot. Uh, Three twenty-seven Fed mag, it was kind of a handful. It was right in there with thirty-eight plus B. Um, with thirty-two Smith and Wesson long wad cutters, it was a recoilless hand cannon. So. Uh, and with the flat trajectory of 32, you don't have problems with like the height over bore like you do on some of the 38, 357s mm. and, and even 44s. So um, I dialed it in at 10 and 15 yards and sat there and just cut the X out of a target with it. Um, so that, that was a, uh, 
that was a kind of unique one. Uh, 327 Fed Mag's kind of been relegated to like your Ruger single actions and uh, things like that. And they, they set it up in a double action steel frame revolver. So, so I was happy with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks uh, very interesting. Um, I hadn't really seen or thought about m- mounting a red dot on a, a revolver, but everything everything's getting red dots now from shotguns to rifles to revolvers even. So I guess that makes sense. Well, I guess I'm a bit of a anomaly, but I actually mounted a Tasco Pro Point on a Dan Wesson 44 mag about 30 years ago. So I've, I've shot red dot optics on revolvers for a while, but there never really was a good mounting solution. And, uh, Taurus came up with a pretty good one. Uh, the other piece is if you don't want to run a red dot, it's in like this around the $500 price point and it's got a fantastic front sight on it. So yeah, kudos to Taurus on that one. They really hit a home run. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to, uh, look into that because, uh, I like revolvers. I shoot clocks, but I like revolvers. Just yeah. one of the, one of those strange things, you know? Oh, I get it. That's, uh, that's my life in a nutshell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, uh, do a lot of hunting with a super red Hawk and 454. And, nice. uh, every, every time I shoot that, I got to check the fillings in my teeth and make sure they're all there still that that does a hell of a job. Well, I'll, t- I'll tell you a lot of these heavier recoiling cartridges, 454 Casole, 327 fed mag even 44 magnum 357 magnum if you're a hand loader and you download them to kind of that that comfortable medium between 38 plus p and 357 magnum you just back off a little bit uh the same thing with 454 casole is one of my favorite cartridges because you can essentially shoot 45 colt powder yep. puff loads in that that long case mm-hmm. uh all the and way it's like to a, it, 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 the real, right. real uh you know uh elephant stopper you know with that 454 but yeah i've shot the 45 cold out of it and it almost makes me laugh because it makes it feel like you're shooting a 22 out of it because the gun's seven pounds begin with and then you got a lighter lighter uh cartridge but nowhere near the recoil right and i'll say um on that 327 fed mag toro uh, one of my favorite loads to shoot in that gun was a uh, 100 grain 32 Smith and Wesson long wad cutter because it's effectively recoilless. You're getting 800 feet per second out of a 100 grain pill. And uh, our buddy Chuck Haggard has tested that load pretty extensively. And it'll punch four layers of denim and do 15 inches of gel. Like, man, we we do our best to get nine millimeter to do that regularly. Right. Um, mm-hmm. and then a gun, a six shot gun that's recoilless, and this will come back up late a little later in our conversation. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, who's your no- number two, number two, I got to say, uh, Smith and Wesson went down the lever gun road. Mm-hmm. Um, now, Granted, I'm I I love Smith and Wesson. Uh, I've got friends that work there. Uh, there was some apprehension on that that gun, and I made it a point to to really spend some uh, quality time with that gun. Uh, it's hard to argue with it. Uh, if you look at what pre Ruger forty four mag Marlins cost in bluing compared to a stainless gun with a you know excess sights and a rail and an m-lock end in their their base model gun uh that's a really slick package for what it is they've raised and, the bar with that for sure yeah and they did their i didn't notice this at first but they did a big loop which you know, there's there's pros and cons to a big loop, uh, but 
they also did this kind of quasi flattened trigger. And I got to say, I really didn't notice it. I just thought it was good. And then I mm-hmm. looked down and I went, I went, man, that, that trigger, it's almost a flat trigger. And it broke right at 90 degrees, which I thought was really, um, you know, we do this with ARs. Uh, most of our previous Marlin pattern and Winchester guns had a curved trigger. Uh, it was one of those things, had I seen it beforehand, I would have had a bias, uh, but I didn't notice it. And solid trigger, it's in 44 Magnum. Which, mm-hmm. if you've ever shot 44 Magnum in a 16 plus inch barrel, you're getting all the burn out of that cartridge. So that's good and it can be bad. It's good if you're shooting the ammo, you know, cast ammo or something that's a little stiffer uh, compared to shooting something calibrated for a handgun, right? So, right. Um, you know, that's a hand loader's dream and it's threaded from the factory with an excess rail. I was like, man, this is, this is a knockout right here. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and it's in a good price point. It's in that, you know, modern day quality lever gun price point. So I, I got to say, I was pretty impressed by it. Yeah. I, I noticed they also came out with a high end, um, limited edition with some really fine walnut which uh a little bit above my my uh budget but damn that looks uh very high gloss walnut i mean it's like that is it's the 1854 edition and it kind of uh commemorates the volcanic which was effectively a lever action pistol if you look into the the history of it um but eight, the 1854 edition, they had two of them at the show, and they were gorgeous. I mean, the kind of stocks that you pay a custom gun maker to make you for a Marlin or a Winchester or, or the high-end limited edition Winchesters, uh, it was on par with that. And it still had, uh, you know, still had the semi-flat trigger. Uh, it omitted the M lock end, So kudos to them. Cause you know, if you're going to go retro, don't <laughs> yeah. put modern on it. Uh, but it was a gorgeous gun. I, I, if it were in the budget, I would order an 1854 just because it's a limited run of 1854 of those guns. Right. So, uh, and, and I'm really kind of looking forward to what spawns off of that. Like, are there going to be more calibers? Are there going to be more, uh, you know, mounting options, whatever it is, but they really, they listen to some end users and that's something I'm seeing from Smith and Wesson, like I've never seen before. So, mm-hmm. yeah, they've, they come out with some very, um, well, with their PCC and their shotgun that they came out with the last couple of years, and then this lever action, uh, Smith & Wesson's really got some very cool-looking guns, and from everything I've been reading, uh, also is uh, they're well, well-made, well which is, you know, really good to see because that only makes everybody else everybody else uh, up their game when it comes to uh, their quality and the, and the options that they're offering. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, who's our number one? Well, if your listening audience wasn't aware, uh, Daryl Bolke and I in November of last year started the American Fighting Revolver. And it is a media page devoted to classic fighting revolvers. So, if you will, in the, in the realm of service guns and backup guns, imagine the Glock 17, 19, and 26. Well, that's not a new concept, right? Three sizes of guns that were mm-hmm. really designed for people that did, did work, right? So we are 
exploring vintage stocks, vintage configurations, vintage custom guns, uh, you know, pre-war guns, post-war guns, all these things that have been in our collections for years. And we got tapped to consult on a J-frame project uh, by Lipsy's. And uh, if, if most of your listeners, if you're a gun connoisseur, Lipsy's is the largest distributor in the United States. So gun companies don't sell to the public. They sell to a distributor, right? Right. And the distributor sells it to the public. So, uh, and Jason Klossner is a brilliant guy. Uh, he's their special projects manager. Mm-hmm. So any gun that he feels like has potential, uh, he was behind the Vickers Glocks, the uh, the Ruger Super Blackhawk 454s, uh, the Bobby Tyler Colt Pythons that are just absolute works of art and are affordable. Uh, so Jason and uh, one of the Smith & Wesson guys, uh, one of their production managers they put their heads together and they came to get said you know the the j frame in the air weight so 642 442 it's your average pocket j frame they're like you know that that platform has been underserved for a lot of years uh that that platform came out in 1993 so humpback centennial uh in 38 special that's kind of been your offerings and they've done offerings in other calibers and scandium and Airlite and all these uh exotic materials and jason wanted to build the ultimate carry j frame so he looped me and daryl bulky in on the project uh to kind of certify that gun to say yeah this is everything a gun guy wants In a J-frame, this is everything the average consumer needs so that the J-frame is more approachable. Um, And it was pretty well the hottest gun at SHOT Show. So, and not just the Ultimate Carry J-frame series, but the 32 H&R mag uh, in the 432 and 632 were kind of the showstoppers. So... And I'd be happy to answer any questions you have about either one of those. Yeah. Or all well, four I, of them. Yeah. I haven't, I haven't gone along and, uh, got my hands on them or anything else like that, but what, what, what are, um, what do they do as far as making them so, uh, consumer, uh, friendly or consumer, uh, you know, for pistols, because I mean, quite frankly, uh, I started I started with a revolver hunting wise and then moved into concealed carry with the the Glocks and things like that. So, you know, I don't carry a a pistol very often, you know, unless it's a a pocket pistol, but, um, what, what makes it more consumer friendly? So if we start at the back of the gun, uh, the stocks, uh, everybody's familiar with all these high end, like custom wood stocks. Uh, we worked directly with John Van Zyke from VZ. Uh, we had a conference call with him on the range in Baton Rouge to say, this is what we always wanted in wood, but wood's not structurally sound enough to do this. We want to enclose the backstrap, give it, give the, the shooter some good trigger reach but also keep a boot grip that is very concealable and what we call high horn, meaning the horns of the stock come up high on the back strap to kind of spread the recoil out in your hand. So if you're shooting kind of a, you know, a 38 with some pepper, um, you can actually shoot it reasonably comfortably. Uh, You move forward a little bit, it's got an endurance package and the endurance package is titanium pins. So your trigger hammer and rebound spring pin are made of titanium and they actually have a bearing surface on them, which reduces the amount of 
let me get into gunsmith propeller head here for you. It reduces the hammer, trigger, and side plate play against the, or I'm sorry, the hammer, trigger, and rebound slide play against the side plate and the frame, which is, you know, as a gunsmith, when you take one of those guns apart, you're, you're looking for the story. What's this gun doing? And you look at that by where it's chugging metal off of the side plate or the inside frame. So they gave those things bearing surfaces to minimize the amount of contact they have. Uh, the other thing is titanium doesn't have a tendency to fracture like steel. So you have a longer wearing and bearing surface on those internal parts. Uh, they changed the geometry in there a little bit to make the trigger a little bit more manageable to where instead of stacking right up front, it, it kind of makes a roll all the way through. Uh, they improved the springs. And then on the front of the gun, something that they reserved for your scandium guns, the exotic metal guns that were all in the plus $1,000 price point. Uh, they went with a two-piece barrel. So instead of screwing a piece of steel into a chunk of aluminum, uh, they effectively put a tube that is your barrel, and then that pinches down the outer sleeve, or the, and it also encloses the ejector rod. So that gun from the ground up is everything that all of us J-frame pocket carry guys, ankle carry guys wanted. Uh, and then to put icing on the cake, they put a low-profile Novak slash high knee slash whoever you want to call it, U-notch uh, rear sight matched up to an excess standard dot front sight in a very high visibility green with a tritium dot. Um, it, it is everything I have always longed for in a J frame all in one package. And then thanks to my, my brother, Daryl bulky uh, begging them to make a 32 H and R Magnum. They're making it in 32 H and R Magnum. So uh yeah and and jason glossner as well but uh so now you have a 38 you can shoot 135 gold dot plus p which is on the lighter side of plus p we dialed the guns in for that and with a 148 wad cutter they'll shoot right about to the sights uh on the 32 h and r magnum Federal makes an 85 grain jacketed hollow point. That's kind of the industry standard for 32 H&R mag. We dialed it in with that. And when you drop down to 32 Smith and Wesson long with a hundred grain wad cutter, uh, you essentially have a six shot pocket pistol. That's effectively recoilless. It, it recoils real similar to a 22 Magnum. So that's the one gun I'm, I, of course, I'm biased too because I had some input on the design, but I'm also the most excited about because I think it it ushers the J frame into even the novice shooter level with a great trigger, great stocks, and sights you can see. So that's that's cool. Sorry, I'm gonna I have to have to see if I can find one at a uh, gun store in town and uh, get my hands on it. There's uh, several there's several here that going to check check out the gun stores and see what's uh what's available well i'll tell you if you want one uh one of the other things i was assured by lipsies and smith and wesson is that that gun will not be a limited run uh you know in the past we get these five hundred thousand, two thousand exclusive runs through different distributors mm -hmm. uh Lipsy's is committed to making that gun as has Smith and Wesson as long as the consumers want it. So if you want it, buy it. Uh, and my advice to anybody listening is go to your local gun shop. If, if they're a Lipsy's dealer, put them on your wish list, your want list and order one. Um, it, the initial run I think is going to be really successful. 
the other thing is Daryl and I with American Fighting Revolver, we're doing a media launch the uh, around the last week of February. So March Madness with Lipsies, they tend to focus on Smith and Wessons. So uh, that'll be part of the March Madness package. So your bigger Lipsies dealers, of course, are going to get them first. Uh, but I think within the next six six to eight months, they'll they'll be pretty well available to the entire public. Uh, and the longer you guys order them, the longer they'll be made. So uh, it, it really is, um, you know, a lot of time. And I've done I've done a lot of consulting gigs in the gun industry, uh, a, a lot in the last twenty two years, really. And a lot of times when you go into a consulting gig, a manufacturer distributor has said, here's my baby. Tell me everything that's great about it. As opposed to Lipsy's that said, here's my baby. Tell me everything that's ugly about it, uh, which was a real refreshing type of uh, relationship because in the initial prototypes, we kicked the stocks back like two or three times before the final launch, uh, which was like a month before SHOT Show. So if you've ever been in the industry, a month away from the major trade show is not the time to be going, yeah, we don't like this. Uh, but they embraced it. They pivoted quick. And they made what I, I really feel like is the ultimate uh, carry gun. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like I said, I'm a Glock guy, but the more you talk about it, the more I'm going to have to look a little bit more into it because uh, I've been saying I want to make it out to the revolver roundup at some point. Um, if it was only in like Ohio, Indiana, Kentucky, I could make it a lot easier than making it all, all the way out to uh, front site there. But one of these well, days, I'm going to make it to front site either way. It's it, it's at Gun Sight Academy. Front sight folded up um, from the last sorry. time I heard. Got that mixed, no, mixed up. <laughs> uh, but if you will stay tuned, uh, and I'll I'll ping you, of course, but uh, American Fighting Revolver looking at doing a snub summit in about August in South Carolina, uh, which uh, would be at the sawmill facility. We're looking at, uh, uh, we're looking at, at the execution piece on that uh still in uh, under you know it's not under nda but it, it's in the works um you know there was a group of guys about 20 years ago cirillo ed lovett these guys that did a uh snub revolver summit and we're gonna try and re like rebirth that into the modern era and uh daryl and i are are trying right now to get all the details finalized but uh as as you can tell since i'm not on my normal podcast uh setup here i'm moving i'm getting married daryl's moving so it, we're kind of <laughs> kind of in a transitional phase so to speak mm -hmm. yep definitely so that's uh great hey uh quick question for you um when it comes to uh 30 super carry um, I know it was now announced last year by federal, uh, any additional things that were talked about because it, it keeps popping up here and there about it, you know, the advantages of it, but then I never see any more guns, uh, you know, chambered with it. Well, um, I don't think it's a bad cartridge. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think if, uh, one were so inclined, he could probably find a series of guns that were discounted heavily that were chambered in that cartridge uh i i'm just i kind of think it's the 32 h and r mag it was the right cartridge about five to seven years too soon um I, i'm not opposed to it i have some friends that carry it uh i just Right now in the golden era of firearms, uh, I'm just not seeing the demand for it like that I thought there would be. I could be wrong. I'm not on the inside of that, but uh, 
you know, if one, the, the beauty is right now, there's some pretty steep discounts on some platforms in that cartridge. So mm-hmm. if you did want to explore it, it's a good time to do that. Um, you know, probably the same thing, the guys that were all in the 40 Smith and Wesson craze were saying to the nine millimeter guys, yeah, I want to really stick with the nine. Right. So, um, so we'll see how that goes. I, I'm not, I, I don't own a 30 super carry, but if someone told me they did, I, I, I wouldn't be like put off by it. I think it's a decent cartridge. I also, yeah, I'm, I'm waiting to get my hands ahead. on the first one or at least see somebody with one. I haven't bumped into anybody uh, yet. So it's, uh, it's hard to know what it feels like or if it's, or if there's really much difference. I I've shot it. Um, I, I just, it, it, it was, it was one of those things that I th- you know, why now? Um, 32 auto is a great cartridge. I like, I don't, I don't think 32 auto is a bad cartridge. Um, kind of like the nine millimeter. If you go back 30, 40 years, you know, if we would put some R and D into the 32 auto, you know, I think it has a lot of potential and, and I think they kind of jumped ahead a generation. Um, it's kind of the inverse of the 10 millimeter 40 Smith and Wesson thing. Right. Uh, but you know, guns are cool, man. All of them are cool. So, mm-hmm. uh, it, if, if somebody, you know, I, I always go back to the, my mom factor, um, there's a lot of good 380 ammo out there now. There is some fantastic 380 ammo. So I kind of look at 30 super carry as why now, but, uh, you know, I could be wrong about it. I mean, I was wrong about 32 H and R mag. Uh, one of the, the resounding themes at shot show was who would have thought the coolest thing at shot show was a 32 H and R mag J frame. Right. Right. Like it, it really, hit some hit some uh markers that uh I had never seen before. Um uh, I do have a bonus if you want that. Okay. What's your bonus? Military armament core with their their wide body 1911. Their double stack 1911. Mm-hmm. Uh I got to say and I'm a staccato fan. People think I'm not, but I but I really do appreciate that company and all they've done in the industry. Uh, I think Staccatos are a wonderful, wonderful platform. Uh, but one of the things they did was inspire a lot of market competition. And Military Armament Corps, which I believe is imported by Tissash, T-I-S-A-S, Tissas, or whatever you want to call it, um, Man, I went and looked at their 2011 lineup, and I got to say, I was impressed. I, I went in there cautiously optimistic, like I do on a pretty much anything regarding 1911s. And uh, I got to say, for for the price point, I was I was pretty shocked at at, at how well built those guns were, uh, which is awesome in that it it'll it opens up the door for novice shooters and people maybe on a limited budget to explore a platform that has been in the plus $5,000 range until staccato came along. Mm-hmm. Well, now it's in the plus $2,000 range, which, you know, for the average consumer is still kind of a big ask. That's, a, that's now steep. We're, yeah. Now we're in the sub $1,000 category and we're looking at, you know, is it viable? Is it something that I can go shoot? And then if I decide I want a staccato or, you know, an infinity or a McLaren custom or something, or a chambers custom, something really high end, you know, is this a platform I even want to want to explore? And the same goes for, well, I could buy a VP nine right now, or I could buy a Glock and see if a striker fired nine millimeter is something I'm, I'm interested in. Right. 
Right. So I think it opens a lot of doors to a lot more market share of people that have been uh, price point averse to that platform. So uh, I I had a meeting with one of their sales directors and looked over their gun and I was like, and I don't have any complaints here. You know, let's just hopefully it runs well. And uh, if the market wants it, then great. Now we have a stepping stone as opposed to, you know, our most cost-effective gun is in the $2,000 range. Now our most cost-effective gun in that platform is in the sub $1,000 range. So so we'll see how that goes. Um, that would be my plus one bonus gun from SHOT. Yep. That's uh, really good. Um, I know I sat on the... Uh back end of uh shot show living it out through uh facebook as it probably a lot of people listening to this uh it is fun to go to it is a lot of walking and the one thing i don't miss is coming home with the uh shot show crud to where you're just oh, you know man. being around all those people from all the different countries different areas mm-hmm. everything else like that if it exists you will get it at shot show basically when it comes to me <laughs> you might want to mute me okay because i've uh yeah I, I i caught a dose of whatever was going around and uh luckily i think i'm on the back side of it which is why my finely tuned radio voice is not here for you tonight rob but <laughs> we shall endeavor to persevere yeah it's all good well hey brian we've been asking all our season six guests what would you like to be remembered for when you pass away Oh man, that's a deep one. You know, last yep. year it was what books are you reading or <laughs> yeah. um, man, I just want to be remembered as a good dude. That's it. All this uh, you know, competition versus you know, practicers versus practitioners versus what who cares, man. In the end, I just want to know people look at me like, you know, that was a pretty good dude, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I want I want Rob Beckman to go, and you know one time that guy gave me a good bottle of bourbon or whatever. Yeah, there you um, go. That's that's what I want, and I and I do try to pay it forward a lot in the Gunter space. Um, I try not to be off putting to new students, and I try not to be try my best not to be off putting to uh, instructor level level people. Um, but, you know, I just, I just, in the end, this is, it's an industry, you know, that, that also serves our livelihood. Um, and I, I would just rather be remembered as just a man, you know, Brian was a guy that when I was looking for something to do, gave me an idea or, you know, just, mm-hmm. just be a good dude. Yep. Uh, Make, making things a little bit better. You know, yeah, you know, at a time. If you, uh, yeah, and I've, I've, I am guilty of being in my share of internet like doo doo fights or whatever. But you know, the older I get and being retired from law enforcement, I go, you know, I'd rather be known as a, a good husband, a good dad, you know, a good person, and, uh, think we all strive for that especially in gun world we'll all be it'll all be a better place mm-hmm. yep we can't fix everything but we can take care of ourselves that's for sure well i appreciate your time tonight brian it's uh gives a lot of good feedback on the guns that have come out and uh shot show 2024 shot show 2025 will be uh coming up they'll start doing registration about six or seven months if i uh remember properly and uh, we'll be seeing if i got enough uh vacation to make it uh to shot show so we'll just uh wait and see that goes well brian where can people find more about you your patreon uh channel and and your podcast well gerald bulky and i have joined forces for the american fighting revolver uh it's on Patreon. That's kind of the landing space with all the social media algorithmic smash going on. Uh, there's a lot of stuff that's not behind the paywall. So I tell everybody 
hey, even if you don't want to give me five bucks a month to look at some uh, Spiegel stocks on a Model 12 or whatever, uh, you know, sign up. We do a lot of free articles, a lot of free content. Uh, we do it at uh, at AFR Official on uh, YouTube. We we co-brand some of our uh, behind-the-scenes content on YouTube, and we share kind of the latest and greatest in the industry. Uh, the Off-Duty, On-Duty podcast, I'm kind of winding that down. I've got a couple more episodes I want to do before I kind of wind that down for good. But uh, AmericanFightingRevolver.com is the landing page. And if you get on there, it will take you to the American Fighting Revolver Patreon. And, uh, you know, with all the uh, censorship and whatnot that's going on in the social media world, Daryl and I just decided we can put whatever we want on Patreon. Uh, The other thing is, um, like I said, it's not all paywall. But uh, any gunsmithing content, custom guns, stuff like that, that's going to go behind the paywall. Our paywall is five bucks a month. Uh, And with that five bucks a month, you're going to get access to us in the chat, in uh, direct messages. Uh, We do some, we do podcasts, we do features on rare and exotic guns history on certain revolvers and it's it's very revolver centric but uh i kind of feel like five bucks a month is a fair deal and i don't i don't have any plans to raise that so Mm -hmm. um you know and and again if nothing else if you sign up we don't get your email address if you sign up for free and we don't sell it to anybody um but you'll get free content articles that maybe YouTube will squash from your search history and things like that. So yeah, it's, it's, that's kind of our latest project. And, uh, so far the results have been good. It's been pretty, uh, overwhelmingly good. And we've kind of built a community of people that are like-minded as opposed to what I like to call the carpet doo-doo bombers that come in on your Facebook post and, you know, just try to start trouble. Our, <laughs> our chat, our, yeah, our chat feature, buddy, it's encouraging. Um, Daryl and I both, man, we talk every day and every day we say, man, isn't it great to be like in a community of people that are all, you know, positive as opposed to let's see how I can stir it up over here. So, and, and we do have an American fighting revolver, uh, uh, Facebook and Instagram page. And we just, we put up pictures and short articles and stuff like that, but mainly it links back to Patreon. So, um, like I said, even if you're not one of these people that wants to give us five bucks a month, sign up for the free content and we'll, 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 uh, spin your propeller, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I will put those uh, links into the show notes. So people that are, interested they can see that and uh check out your content which uh i've been yeah. looking at some of that content right now and it is uh very good as you would expect for it so i'm going to play around here probably after you get off the podcast with uh well, some, good. Of that, well, some of your content like i said the 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 free content is uh you know more of the modern stuff and if you want to see the primo stuff and some of the gunsmithing and maintenance stuff you know, we got to put that stuff behind the paywall because it's not something we want the general public to to really uh, see unrestricted, so to speak. But uh, Mm -hmm. and the other thing is, if you want to sign up for the Patreon, it supports me and Daryl to to uh, be able to drive to Baton Rouge and do consulting gigs on guns you've always wanted. So so there's that aspect of it too. And, uh, cool. got, we got some cool stuff coming up with Lipsies. We got cool stuff coming up with Colt. Um, yeah, it's good times, man. Life is good in the words of Pat Rogers. Yep. It sounds like it. Well, Brian, thanks again for your time. And we look forward to your next project and, uh, 
who knows? Maybe it'll, maybe it'll be a large frame revolver, you know, get that, get that, you know, r- raging bull and tame it a little bit. Well, <laughs> all I can say is I'm on NDAs about that. <laughs> okay. Well, maybe we'll have you on the podcast again to talk about, uh, whatever project you come out with next. So That's thanks again great. and have a good night. That's a wrap for this episode. I hope you found the information Brian and I talked about informative and reason why I told you up front, share with a friend so they see what SHOT Show is about and uh, hopefully they get a little bit insider view for it if they don't qualify to get their own ticket to SHOT Show. Also, check out Brian's new adventure over there at American Fighting Revolver. Always great source of information, Brian, and I'm sure the Patreon uh, pages are even much more uh, in-depth than what we can get into on the podcast. Remember, if you're searching for information to help your business out, you're instructing, you're training your students, check our website at www.firemtrainerpodcast.com and search in the upper right-hand corner on various topics. If you have questions, email me at ftp at concealedcarry.com. Remember to follow us on Facebook and also join us for the discussion of Live Fire. Visit our sponsors, especially the Farm Trainers Association, and check out their instructor coverage. Remember, 10% off by listening to this podcast if you enter in promo code FTP10 at checkout. We bring this podcast to support the industry, the Second Amendment, and most importantly, every fire instructor in America dedicates time and energy into making gun owners more knowledgeable. Stay safe out there, everyone. Concealed Carry Inc. and ConcealedCarry.com strives to share helpful information and education about gun-related topics, training tips, and other things that may potentially have legal implications for its listeners. The information contained in this podcast is intended in good faith, but it is important to understand that laws vary from place to place, and we encourage listeners to seek local legal advice to understand laws that apply to them. Nothing in this podcast should be misconstrued as legal advice or counsel. You're listening to Resolution Radio, Radio, Radio. ResolutionRDO.com. I meant what I fucking said. And now I got a bunch of people asking me, oh, what are we going to do? What should we do? Educate yourself. Spread the word. The United Nations has just declared war on the truth. They're telling you outright, if you speak up, you're a conspiracy theorist. Shouldn't be believed. Should be approached in a certain fashion. The authorities should be contacted and all kinds of neat shit. So they want war? Arm yourself with facts. Get out there and start telling the people. You don't want to do it on social media? Do it in person. Do it on the telephone. Do it like we used to do, standing around on the street corner having a coffee. Do you know who your enemy is? The World Economic Forum? 51 years they've been working at this. They've been planning and scheming, working as hard as they can. And now, here we are. Klaus Schwab has admitted that for over 45 years, they've been working directly with the CCP. Now here we are in Canada and the US. We got 5G. Military grade 5G technology right across the country. Where did it come from? Who owns that technology? And what's going to happen when they don't like it? Get to know your enemy. Get to know the facts. Beat the fuck up. Be a warrior. That's what we need to do. Instead of following Marcus like a bunch of fucking sheep. Iodine is naturally acquired through the soil, which is at the foundation of our entire food supply. Modern farming techniques have stripped the soil of this essential trace element, which has caused an iodine deficiency in about half the population. And there are two things we need to do about it. We need to practice more regenerative farming. There are plenty of proven technologies in permaculture and biodynamics that will naturally keep the soil rich with iodine. And we need to ensure that we get the sufficient amount of iodine every day. Derived from ancient sea salts found thousands of feet below the Earth's surface, our InfoWars Life Survival Shield X3 
is hands down the best. Pure nascent iodine, stabilized in an activated triiodine form for a healthy thyroid and a healthy metabolism. Get yours now at InfoWarsStore.com. By now you know that wireless technology like cell phones do in fact pose dangers to the health and privacy of everyone. Blockit Pocket's wide range of products are unmatched in providing the protection you deserve. No scare tactics, just common sense. BlockitPocket.com offers quality American-made options to alleviate and eliminate these invisible dangers. Learn more at BlockitPocket.com or call 888-315-9618. BlockitPocket.com, enhancing health and privacy. There are many water filters to choose from, but there is only one system that is consistently customer-rated five stars as the number one system for effective filtration of fluoride, radiation, drug residues, heavy metals, a wide range of radioisotopes, and more. Introducing the Pure Effect Ultra, the next generation water filter that also raises alkaline pH, improves antioxidant potential, and has advanced anti-radiation technology all while using no electricity. Sold worldwide, it provides virtually instant clean water on demand. It is not made in China, and the shipping is free to all 50 states. Buy your Pure Effect Ultra today by visiting pureeffectfilters.com or call 888-891-4821. Again, that's 888-891-4821 or visit pureeffectfilters.com. <laughs> 